maybe she's good at what she does. <laughs> Welcome to the gambling pod with no name. We took a week off. We are back. We do have the records. It took us a little bit to figure it out. Last time we did this pod, T went one, four, and one. JJ. (laughs) Two, three, and one. Myself, three, and three. It was Sunday, so to your credit, we were doing uh, fake lines. Yep. What you going to do? JJ won his parlay of the week. T and I hit our upsets of the week. T is still the only one positive on the year on his totals, and we all lost our best bets. So tough showing, but it was a Sunday. We didn't want to be here, but now no. we're back. And want to be here today. We're we're really excited to be here today. I totally didn't put the opportunity to pull the plug completely on the podcast in the group message today. Happy to be here. Love our fans. Thank you to all the outpouring support we got last week, asking if we were okay. Just just didn't work last week. Um, unfortunately, it was a good slate. We got to see JJ's Sooners lose for the second straight week. I feel like the fans are going to want us to address that a little bit because JJ has just consistently talked about how much every team sucks. Sucks sucks every every episode we just hear about how everyone sucks and oklahoma add him to the list i see he's got the oregon jersey on so i it's, he's jumping ship quickly i figured it'd be florida state but i knew oregon was also a possibility not to mention milro you guys owe him an apology he might win the heisman uh i'd like to state the fact that i've been successfully successful on my on my best bets which we can uh count the house bets uh, I think everybody jumped the ship on Oklahoma. Uh, expectations were high after that win versus Texas, but we got to understand that that freaking rat over in uh, Southern California tried to poach every single one of our players, poach one of our coaches, which obviously didn't work out for him. And it's going to be a process. So uh, don't count out the Sooners. It's still going to be a good, successful season. I look for them to get back on track and uh, – you know, outside shot at getting to the Big 12 championship. Uh, but uh, money over everything. I got futures on Bo Nix. I got my Bo Nix jersey on right now. Uh, and I'll be rooting for the Wolverines and Connor Stallion. Thank you for your service to uh, win the whole thing. Go Wolverines. You yeah. Current, you still have your Bo Nix Heisman bet? Uh, I actually cashed it out and got a whopping uh, five grand. So um, if I'm being fully transparent, I cashed it out for $2,500. And then I put that all on the Eagles and Bengals parlay this weekend. And um, that came through. So I'm counting it as a $5,000 bonus win because I would have won 7000 Congratulations. Thanks. 
Yeah, but that doesn't count for the record, so. It's okay. I will say if you want to go back three episodes or four episodes ago, the episode where they lost uh, to Washington, the very next week I said, put all your money on Bo Nix to win the Heisman. I did it. If you did it as well, you've already been able to cash out, and I still think he's going to win. I still have a, a fifty dollar uh, bet in there to win a thousand at twenty to one. But those thieves at points bet, I freaking hate you. They switched the lines on me. I put, I actually put it down for five hundred dollars to win ten thousand on Bo Nix to win the Heisman. And as soon as I did that, they changed the lines to sixteen to one, and they only let me put in fifty of that. A lot of information there. Don't go through points bet. They are on my hit list. They're also the worst VIP reps ever. Not much to argue with there. Oklahoma, I mean, it's been a little insufferable the entire season, and I feel like we're kind of glossing over it. And I was worried because we took last week off that we weren't going to be able to address it. The fact that they got to lose again made it even sweeter. Yeah, I told you about. I told you it's more most likely going to happen with the Kansas. I said it wasn't confident of that one. Then you got the Bedlam game where it's the last game. It's very two tough spots. They're both on the road. Uh, they are uh, not who we thought they were, and we just got to get an even a better quarterback next year. We're we're going to be all right. We'll be fine. Yeah, T. You said it about uh, Milrow, future Heisman potentially. They went out. He's plus four thousand right now. So it's probably too late. Um, but man, he has looked sharp. What do you have? Four rushing touchdowns last week? Don't know. I haven't watched a game in fucking ages. Yeah. Yeah. I, he, yeah, I think he had that many. I, I would say this there it was, has never been a Heisman that has been benched and then came back and won that Heisman. Probably would have won the Heisman if they didn't bench him against South Florida. Well, it's all this is all a moot point because they're going to get blown out by Georgia in the SEC championship game. So, who cares? Guess we'll find out. Hey, I have over ten and a half wins. All right, shall we get into it? Yep. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, I like it. Let's go. All right. First game, we got Washington minus nine and a half against Utah over under 51 and a half. T, I see that you already have a team on there. Why don't you tell us about it? Well, hold on. Do we? Does he know where the game's at? That's been a kind of an issue the past couple of weeks. Do you know where the game's at? Uh, <laughs> yes, it is at Washington. And for that reason, I am taking Washington. Um. Utah had a nice win last last week against a terrible Arizona State, uh, but Washington is undefeated and not in the CFP rankings, so they're going to have to start blowing teams out consistently, and I think it starts here with Utah, pretty good matchup for them. Penix also, this will be probably one of his toughest defensive touch uh, tests, so for his Heisman ratings, this will be a big game too, so I'll take them and think they can get it over 10-point victory. Yeah, I'm also going to take uh, the Huskies as well at home. I uh, am all I'm very out on uh, Utah without Cam Rising. They just don't have the same magic this year. Uh, I like to point out that I called that from the very beginning of the year that he was redshirting, and no one wanted to believe me. And now uh, we have the report that he is done for the year. He is redshirting. So um, 
Yeah, I like the Huskies. Uh, I am looking at one of their wide receivers in my uh fantasy draft for next year because I'm in a dynasty league and my team is the worst. So I may have to pick him. Uh, They're a great wide receiver up next year from Washington. What's his name? <laughs> uh, and Mizze as a Duca. I'm just going to go ahead and believe you. <laughs> Smart man. Cause it's true. I probably butchered his name, but it's a, a Duca. I know it's a Duca. You look so guilty there. Yeah, I just don't even know how I got started talking about my fantasy team. That's pretty a bad <laughs> take by me. So <laughs> probably don't pay, take Washington this week, actually. Probably take the Utes. Pretty bad pick there. Uh, back to my good old days, over 51 and a half. Yeah, wow. Some things never change. It's O'Dunes, by the way. Rome O'Dunes. Thank God I said it. I knew it was a doka. <laughs> <laughs> that must be their third stringer or something. All right, our second game of the week, we got Georgia minus 10.5 versus Ole Miss, over under 57.5. JJ, I'll start with you. First off, I like to say Carson. I'm, I mean, I'm no handsome devil, but Carson Beck may be the ugliest quarterback on the face of the planet. My gosh, he is ugly. So we're going with the Georgia Bulldogs because uh, Beck looks like a bulldog. Uh, they're going to freaking win uh, easily. They start to play up to their competition, and uh, we saw that with Florida. We saw that with um, the other team uh, that they played. <laughs> <laughs> no, not talking about Mizzou because that wouldn't cover the 10 and a half. They played another team where it was just like, oh, this could be sneaky. And then they just went ahead and destroyed them. I think Kentucky, it was Kentucky. Florida. Kentucky. No, Kentucky. It was Kentucky. They destroyed them. I feel like this is the same thing here. Uh, Lane Kiffin is going to do what Lane Kiffin does. Just get enough to keep his job there and uh, keep everybody happy and uh and they're probably going to be Mississippi State in the Egg Bowl. And that's all he needs to do. So give me the dogs. I had uh, Ole Miss, but I'm, I just I can't get to it. I can't get to Lane Kiffin in a big game like this. So I'm going to take over 57 and a half. Georgia's defense has been a little bit easier to score on, and Ole Miss is obviously going to be able to score with Jackson Dart. And uh, Georgia's offense has also picked it up. I think Beck is actually pretty good, though. So... Uh, ugly or not, I'm taking over 57 and a half here. I'll ride with my boy Lane. Give me Ole Miss plus 10 and a half. A lot of points. I'll take it. Hey, where's this game at? At Georgia. Between uh, the hedges. Yeah, I'll still take it. Whatever. Yeah, that's a tough place to play. Mizzou hung in there, though. All right. Our next game, we got Penn State versus Michigan. JJ's team, Michigan, four and a half point I'm favorites over under team of the year. Over under forty four and a half. T, I'll start with you. This is a win, 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 win for me. So I've got a future on Penn State and a future on Michigan. So as long if Penn State can win, I, there's a chance that they can uh, both make the playoff. I guess, but uh, I'm going to go with Penn State here. I just think there's just a 
a little too much uncertainty still around Michigan. They really haven't played anybody. Penn State's at least played Ohio State on the road and hung in there. Um, so I'm going to do Penn State and hope that their defense can keep them in there and cover the plus four and a half. Well, apparently uh, there was no TVs over in uh, the Netherlands or wherever you were because uh, if you would have watched IU play Penn State, you would know that Penn State sucks. They are awful. This is the first house bet of the week. We are going the Michigan Wolverines on the road. Everyone is calling out Harbaugh, calling out Connor Stallions, everything. Everybody does this. Everybody scouts. That's freaking called coaching. If you aren't freaking scouting the team in person, then you're not trying to win. And Michigan is always going to be trying to win, and they are going to cover easily here. They will win this game, and then they will beat Ohio State by 20-plus points. And Ryan Day will be crying to Lou Holtz once again, saying that he has a tough team when, in fact, he's gotten blown out by Michigan and got out tough three straight years in a row. I've got a couple unbiased comments here. Are we not sure I use good? Are we like are we fully confident that they're not a good team? I mean, you look at their they're three and six, I know, but I think they're a little frisky. Their losses, Ohio State, Michigan, Louisville, like I mean, they beat Wisconsin. And then the other unbiased take is how big of an idiot did Walters look like calling out Harbaugh and then the 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 mascot with the Ohio State jacket on? I mean and then they got found out that they've been doing the same thing because every single school does it. Pathetic. Pathetic. Uh, he was not good. I'm Sorsby. done with Purdue fans. Thorsby, the future. Bowl eligible. Hey, you want a little fun fact on this game? Yes. No. Penn State in the first eight weeks had 13 throws over 20 yards. Guess how many throws over 20 yards they've had in the past two weeks? The same. 12. Third. Almost. Kind of. They, they shaked it up after the Ohio State game. Give me Penn State. They're going to blow the doors off this Wolverines team. Ruin been. I may switch JJ. to this again just for that reasoning. Was there any success rate to those passes over 20 yards, or was it just like they just throw them? What Do you think I'm a freaking data analyst? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You're the one who came up with the fun fact. I don't know where you heard it. I, so. Didn't know I needed backup facts. <laughs> I am doubling down. This is worth two houses. This is a new double house. First, the first double house bet of the year. Michigan on the road, noon game, book it. I hate the big noon kickoff. I hate it. It's the best game of the week half the time, and it's just at noon. Yeah, but you get to hear Joel Klatt, the yeah. voice of college football. He's so Think of how great it would be at 8 o'clock with a few bevies in the system. I've already had about four or five by then. I don't know what's... <laughs> That's... Fair enough. All right. Next game. <laughs> coffee, that is. So. Yeah, yeah. Coffee. Of of course. Not sweet corn beer. <laughs> corn All right, crush. our next game. Yeah, corn crusher. Sorry. Apologies. Uh, next game, we got Bama minus 11 against Kentucky over under 49 and a half. T. 
stick with the high hand, roll tide. No real reasoning other than I'm just I just love this team, love Milrow. Every time you're like, Ugh, gosh, he's just not very good. He throws a 60-yard deep ball so beautifully. Um, he's just electric. Kentucky's just not as good as they have been in previous years. So I think Bama takes care of business and Saban moves on to potentially win coach of the year. Yeah, I hate to write on the same side as him, but I have to go with Bama. Um, Milrow did impress me a little bit. He, he did duel with uh, Jaden Daniels. Um, but uh, I just don't think Kentucky's very good. Um, we've seen flashes of them being all right, but uh, they couldn't even put up a fight versus Tennessee when they're at home. Uh, this is a little bit of a sneaky game coming off an emotional win versus LSU at home. Uh, Alabama has basically three bye games left with this game, Chattanooga, and obviously the rivalry game versus Auburn, all of them which they should win to set up that matchup versus Georgia. Hopefully they don't get caught sleeping. I'm taking the tide here. Yeah, I've been wrong too many times going against the tide, so I will take the tide, admit when I'm wrong. Milrose, kind of decent. Appreciate you guys admitting that. Our fifth game of the week, we got Tennessee minus one versus Missouri over under 58 and a half. JJ's licking his chops over there. I'll start with him. This is the second house play of the week. <laughs> <laughs> we are going the Bulls of Tennessee. Wait, wait, wait. The Bulls of Tennessee are going to destroy the Missouri Tigers. Missouri Tigers will try to keep up. They won't. Uh, They'll have a uh, 65-yard field goal to win it. They will miss. We will win by by, uh, two points in this game, 31-29. Don't care how it gets there. It is getting there to that point total. And uh, Milton shines again. Heupel's a great coach. Uh, he is from Oklahoma, last quarterback to win a championship at Oklahoma. Go balls. I'm a Tennessee fan. No, 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 no. Kiss that house goodbye. Keep it rolling. The better quarterback is on Missouri's sideline. Better wide receiving core is on Missouri's sideline. And the better defense is Missouri's. So it is no problem. It's going to be rocking in Columbia. Fourth straight sellout for the first time since the 80s. Mizzou's a really good football team. They really hung tough with Georgia last week, and I don't think they'll be caught sleeping against a really good Tennessee team at home. Um, But they're just a better team and going to knock them off. Love the pick, T. I was going to go Mizzou, but I feel like we've been on the same side a little too much. Give me the over 58.5. A A lot of puntos to come. A lot of puntos. In our last game of the week, we got Oregon minus 15 versus USC over under 73. Tell me why you two love the over 73. I do like it, but that's not my pick. I'm on Oregon. USC's. this is going to be the game where they come out just with no care. I think in Oregon is, once again, same thing as Washington playing for that playoff spot, and they got to win, win big. So I think they're going to try and kill USC. Yeah, the quack attack is back. It took a little bit of a hiatus for a couple years, but it is definitely back on track. We got that little crybaby, Caleb Williams, crying in his little mama's arms after the game. He's the biggest baby, and yet he wants some stock in an NFL team. 
give me a break. That guy is such a loser. He is a bona fide loser. He will never take any team to success. He's more worried about painting his nails than he is throwing touchdowns or winning for his team. Alex Grinch, you are the Grinch. You will not have a good Christmas this year because you don't have any money because you just got fired. You suck. Lincoln Riley's on his way to the NFL. USC is in shambles. Go Ducks. He, if he goes to the Bears, man, he's going to – that. That's going to be tough. Package deal. Lincoln Riley. Package deal. Lincoln Riley and Caleb Williams both to the Bears. Why would anyone want to hire? Why would an NFL team want to hire Lincoln Riley? What has uh, he done? Uh, I don't know. He, have you not seen the scores of USC? <laughs> what is, how does that translate? Yeah, I've seen that they've lost a lot of games. Yeah, and how many points are they putting up? Like freaking 50 a game. NFL is shifting the- to all offense. Who Who's the hottest names right now in the NFL? Uh, I don't know. McDaniel, uh, Shanahan, <laughs> all these offensive coaches. Everybody wants offense, offense, offense. Who do you think they're going to support with the young QB? Hell, you did you think freaking uh, whatever his face is would get a job for uh, the Cardinals? Couple years ago, how'd that work out? Perfect example. It still happened. I didn't say it was going to work out, but I said it's freaking going to happen. <laughs> All I know is I've been right about freaking Cam Rising. I've been right about uh, Bo Nix, and this is the third take. It's a package deal. Boom, boom, chicken, boom. Nope. Over seventy-three. Yep. Good pick. I'm actually going to save game parlay mine. Same game parlay. Uh, it's got to be lots of money there. Oregon, I'll buy it down to 13 and a half plus same game parlay with the over 73. I love the over. Yeah. I mean, USC can't stop a thing. So, no. My oh. only concern is like Caleb Williams takes one hard hit and just hangs it up for the year. Or he's super motivated after getting put on blast crying. You know what I think is going to happen? I think, I think he's going to break a nail and he's going to be done for the year. My point exactly. <laughs> All right. On to upset alert. Let's hear JJ's shitty pick and then we'll get to the true winners, me and T. Go ahead because I don't have mine yet. I'll look at it real quick and I'll get it, get it right back. T, you got yours? Uh, I can go. Yeah, you go. Back to the boys. Frank Gore Jr. taking oh. over this week. Southern Miss plus 320. Lock it the fuck in. Louisiana Lafayette doesn't know what's coming. Take them. Ride with me. I'm on two straight, going into three. Ride with me. Hoosiers. Hoosiers. What's the I line? Uh, I know it's plus six and a half. Plus 205. They figured something out on offense. Defense hasn't been the issue. Illinois sucks. I got I got the best upset special of the week. This is just unbelievable that no one decided to take this game. Uh, I feel really, really good. I really want to make this a house play. I'm not going to do it just because it is an upset special. We are taking the Duke Blue Devils 
over the North Carolina Tar Heels. Upset special, plus 425. Don't care if Riley Leonard is playing. Don't care if it's not. It's a rivalry game. And North Carolina is does what North Carolina does. They come out hot, and then they lose to some really, really shitty teams. Virginia and Georgia Tech. Why can't they lose again? Oh, they can. We're taking the Blue Devils here. Plus 500? That's some serious stuff. I thought I said plus 425. I'm seeing it on DK for plus 500. I'll take it. <laughs> there you go. A little boost. Probably not a good sign. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On to our best bet parlay. We each get a leg. Fill out a three-game parlay. We haven't hit one all year. I have a feeling this is our week. Either you got a pick yet? I got one. Let's hear yeah, it. Yeah, I uh, This one is kind of one of those lines we talked about more at the beginning of the year where we're not supposed to take the cheese. I'm taking the cheese. Kansas minus three and a half at home against Texas Tech. Not sure what's happening with this line. Texas Tech cannot play away from home, and Kansas is on a heater. So I will take Kansas minus three and a half. For my best bet, this is also the third house play of the week. We are going the Iowa Hawkeyes. Iowa Hawkeyes money line. Iowa Hawkeyes money line at home playing Rutgers. Rutgers quarterback is terrible. Iowa's offense is terrible. I think they win a game three to nothing, and we go and uh, get some food over at the uh, columnist there in Iowa City. Great place. Cole, you taking the uh, the over this week? Twenty eight. Oh my gosh! I feel like I got to. Yeah, last week it was twenty eight and a half, and it did not come even close. Didn't even sniff it. I might. I don't know. Uh, They have not hit 28 since they played Purdue. They've gone three straight games that have been under 28. I might take it. A little side action. For my best bet of the week, I was conflicted here. Arizona, maybe one of the hottest teams in the country, minus 10.5. Or... My hometown boys, Memphis, 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 Memphis. And I'm going to go with the Tigers. Minus nine and a half against Charlotte. Fuck Clublet. Tigers minus nine and a half. Lock it in. That's a great song, Walking in Memphis. I heard that song probably six times in Scotland. It was pretty crazy. They love it over there as well. It is a great song. I'm pretty sure last time I bet on Memphis, JJ said the exact same thing. Absolutely did. (laughs) That game is uh, at Charlotte, by the way. Do you you think that home field advantage matters? No, I just let fans know that it will be taking place at Jerry Richardson Stadium, which is kind of crazy that that's still the name of the stadium. He's the owner of that. Was forcibly removed. Yeah, JJ, you know, a comment? <laughs> I didn't hear. I didn't hear a single word you just said. <laughs> Jerry Richardson. What about him? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know who he is? No idea. Former uh, Panthers owner. Oh my gosh. 
I do like me some Cam Newton. Parlay? Yeah, yeah. Everybody's favorite segment of the week. Yep. Mr. JJ's Parlay of the Week. What do we like here? What are the money lines that will get us to a even money parlay? Oh, it, it'll be it'll be bigger than even. Let's just say that. We are going with the Wiz Khalifa black and yellow parlay. Now I just gotta you just gotta bear with me here. We're going with Oregon, black and yellow, black and yellow, black and yellow. We're going with the Iowa Hawkeyes. Black and yellow, black and yellow. And then we're going with the Michigan Wolverines. Blue and yellow, blue and yellow. The Wiz Khalifa, black and yellow, black and yellow, blue and yellow parlay. And obviously all three are money lines. We don't want to mess with the points on any of these games. It hits. We rejoice because we got a lot of money in the bag. Book it. Do you want to say it, T? Is Oregon wearing their black uniforms this week? I actually think they are wearing yellow uniforms this week. Okay. So I was just, I, I consider them green and yellow. Yeah, I was, that's what I was going to say. Which is a little Wayne song. No, it's, uh, they're wearing the, they're wearing yellow with the black. There will be zero green on their jerseys this week. The same one that I have on. You're off camera. <laughs> it's, so do you want to know the odds for that or no? I'd, yeah, the odds, I'd like to know. It's plus two seventeen. Oh, double your money. Ooh. It's the Iowa line. Yeah, that definitely juices it up a little bit. That's black and yellow. Yeah, I mean, I, I would say one of those teams' primary colors is black and yellow. But let's well, not—we we don't have to get caught in semantics. Yeah, let's call a spade a spade. Got to have a catchy name though for each one of the parlays. That way, you remember it. Are the Steelers on a buy? Uh, we hate the Steelers. They we suck. think they're trash. They're terrible. Great win last week, though. I feel like that would have been a good addition. Nope, we're not adding them. You can't force it. Don't force it. I, you know who? I, I'd rather add the freaking uh, Penguins than I would add the Steelers. Wouldn't be a bad call. Why you? Not really. I mean, the Penguins. Gold. Yeah, we've uh, been. Uh, I've been getting a lot of uh, fan mail saying that uh, we need to juice our parlays up. So that's what I try to do this week. Hey, speaking of hockey, the Oilers are off to a rough start this year. Who the fuck cares? <laughs> <laughs> any free any pot, golf free on this week? Day, there is Bermuda. The Bermuda Open. Not going to say I really love the field this week. It's, uh, a, it's pretty bad when Adam Scott is the favorite. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, so I will say I do like um, I have three golfers I just prepared just in case because I love to get people's money up, and I feel like these three have a good shot at doing that. We're first best bet for the Bermuda is Lucas Glover. 22 to 1. He finished off the year last year with two wins. He just played for the first time last year. I mean, uh, this year shook off the rust. Uh, still performed pretty well. Uh, like him at 22 to 1. My second one I like is Luke List. He won this fall already. 30 to 1. 
Uh, pretty good odds on him as well. And a newcomer to the party, we are going with, uh, I don't even know how you say his name, Akshay Battier. Like uh, Shane Battier, but uh, you put an ack in front of it, like Arkansas. Uh, with no R. <laughs> <He's not. laughs> I know exactly who you're talking about, <laughs> which is <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce it either, but it is not. <laughs> it's not that <laughs> It's the ba- the Basha. You know what? We're taking him off the card. We don't. <laughs> if you can't pronounce his name, he's surely not going to win a golf tournament. No, he's good. He's no, really we're good. taking him off. I've made the final decision. We're just going, and we're adding in another American, USA, USA. We're going Brandon Todd. He usually chokes on Sunday, not this week. Those three are the call. For what it's worth, Akshay is American. (laughs) He's from California. 21, very good player. This is throwing me all off. The names are throwing me all off. I we can came fix in hot with it. Is I know it exactly who it is. I just have no idea how to. Yeah, I think I butchered that. I can, I can picture him too. He yeah. wears glasses. He's kind yeah. of got a mullet look. Here's my. Here's what. No, this is why we keep him off the card because I believe most of the time he has his girlfriend caddy for him on the tour, and that's like that's that's some bullshit. Maybe she's good at what she does. <laughs> could be, could be, could be a good college golf. We're gonna lose a few followers in a certain demographic on that one. I think that should be our intro. <laughs> I was being, I was being stone cold serious, by the way, and you guys just tried to crack me up. I did not laugh. That was just you two. I, it was the pause that got me. I like even if it were like roles were reversed. I think if you hit a bad shot, the last thing you want is to turn and look at your significant other. Maybe that's me. Maybe she he, he looks at her and she says, "Should have clubbed up, soft <laughs> ass." <laughs> <laughs> Be funny if he wins. That would be funny. All right, pretty quick episode. Any closing thoughts for you two? No. Good to be back. Just just love our fans. Love our fans. Uh yeah, I don't have really too many closing thoughts. I do think uh that this is a good time to be back with the pod. What do we think about the playoffs? Like who who's going to be the four? Listen like, here. Listen, listen here. It's already done. It's done. It's not. Everything is done here. It's already going to be Michigan, Georgia, Florida State, Oregon. You think Ohio State gets in if they just barely lose to Michigan and Michigan's undefeated? If that happens and they barely lose, which I don't think they will just barely lose, then I think they could sneak in. I think it's just very hard to keep uh, the Pac-12 out this year when there's so many uh, ranked teams. I know. I'd have them over Florida State. Florida State has anybody. Well, 
I mean, LSU, that's uh, that's a pretty big win. And then they have Miami this Not week. And, Washington. Yeah, I think Oregon's um, potentially a better team, although I have Florida State to win it all. So I'd rather see them get in the playoff over Oregon. Be interesting. It is a good good season as far as that, as far as how wide open it is and some new teams. So enjoying that. I think we'll see after this week that Michigan is a heavy fan. Shout out Roman Wilson. Cheers. Cheers. Hope to see you guys at basketball on Sunday. Ain't no way we got enough. I haven't liked it. I'm not liking it. Sorry. I've got a league on Sunday. Damn shame. All right. Oh, wait. What? Nope, go ahead. Cheers. Cheers. All right, thanks for listening in. Happy to be back. See you next week. Congrats on the sex, Trent.